0: Chapter 4. The Walking Dead November 22nd, 1985, a.m. Dazed and dizzy from loss of blood, Christina Alma slowly staggered down a lonely dirt road. She could only jut each foot forward an inch or so, one at a time, moving in what was more a clumsy-labored shuffle than a bona fide step. She wanted to run but the shackles on her ankles made every shuffling step a painful struggle. With each movement, the cold metal rubbed deeper into her already raw, chafed legs. Her complexion pasty and unnaturally pale, and clothed only in a bath towel draped loosely around her shoulders, she looked like a zombie, more closely resembling one of the ghoulish walking dead than a flesh-and-blood human being. As she continued stumbling forward, she noticed a pickup truck rambling towards her. Christina instantly froze in her tracks, fearful that it was her captor having discovered her absence, coming to reclaim his wandering prisoner. But the truck only slowed as it came closer, and she saw two women sitting in the front, a middle-aged driver and a younger one in the passenger seat. Christina called out to them for help, but they both just glanced at her and drove on, leaving her alone again with her fear. Growing weaker and more light-headed with each passing moment, she continued her laggard march down the street. It was mid-morning, and she had only managed to make it a few hundred feet away from the house from which she had fled. Only the fear of that nightmarish house and the macabre man inside of it kept her going. She tried to move more quickly, but the leg restraints were rubbing her ankles so raw that they were beginning to bleed. After inching forward for what seemed like an eternity, she saw another truck approaching in the distance. At first, she thought that it was the same one she saw before, that her nearly delirious brain was replaying the image like a broken record. Although it had only been a few minutes since the first truck had driven by, she could not think clearly or accurately gauge the passage of time. As the truck neared, she cried out in the loudest voice she could muster, despite not being sure whether it was real or a phantom of her mind. Please help me, she sobbed, the clear desperation in her eyes reinforcing the urgency of her plea. Her heart sank as she watched this truck pass by just like the previous one. But as her hope began to give way to despair, the truck's brake lights lit up, and then it stopped. After idling for a few seconds, The truck backed up and drew alongside her. A lone man sat behind the wheel. Seized by a moment of panic, Christina's fight or flight response temporarily took control until she caught a clear glimpse of the driver's face and realized that he was not the nameless man come to reclaim her. Seeing a young girl, naked except for a small towel, her feet shackled, and her wrists bound together by handcuffs, Thomas Harper did not know what to think. He was on his way home from the hardware store, where he had purchased some pipe fitting, and his mind had been preoccupied as he pondered how to finish up a repair project that he had started early that morning at the house. Now, at around 10.30 a.m., and about 25 feet from the corner of Hall Road and McCain Drive, he was confronted by something well beyond the ordinary. At first, he thought that the girl lurching along the street must be involved in a strange practical joke, or that she was playing some bizarre game. But then he noticed the genuine terror in her eyes. She stood shivering on the edge of the road, pale as death, shaking and swaying as if the next light breeze might send her tumbling over.